Partially Examined Life precognitions introduce philosophical topics for upcoming episodes to give you a few weeks to do the reading yourself. They also serve as quick, standalone summaries of the work. You can read more about these topics, get the works we cover, and listen to Partially Examined Life conversations at partiallyexaminedlife.com. Hello, gang. This is Audi, peripatetically pontificating from sunny New York, and I'll be joining the guys this week to discuss two awesome readings by Kurt Gödel on the famous incompleteness theorems and the philosophy of mathematics. Since philosophy of math isn't the most mainstream philosophy, I think a quick intro to Gödel might be helpful. Kurt Gödel, born in Austria in 1906, was one of the most influential mathematicians slash logicians of the last century. His work was not only pivotal to the foundations of mathematics and philosophy of mathematics, but his work has been influential across the sciences and the humanities. Before I get into the incompleteness theorems, I want to step back and discuss the mathematical turmoil which Gödel was born into. In the early part of the last century, mathematics had been struck with a series of apparent contradictions and inconsistencies. The most famous of these was Russell's paradox, which is simple, but kind of fun. The informal statement is something like this. A male barber shaves all and only men who don't shave themselves. So who shaves the barber? He can't shave himself because the barbers don't shave men who shave themselves. But if he doesn't shave himself, then the barber would have to shave him. Problems like this were popping up around mathematics and this was a very, very big deal. Why? Because if there are inconsistencies scattered throughout mathematics, there is no way to know if anything we are proving is actually correct. From an inconsistency, you can technically prove anything. So once you have an inconsistency somewhere in math, there's the risk of everything you proved after that being complete nonsense. That's scary for anyone, but that's particularly scary for mathematicians who wanted to ensure that all their hard work wasn't garbage. David Hilbert, one of the most influential mathematicians of the last century, set the mathematical world on the project of finding axioms from which all of mathematics could be derived and proving that those axioms were consistent. By 1908, there's a pretty solid set of axioms called the Zermelo-Frankel axioms in place, and all that was left to do was prove that they were consistent. This was kind of the most important part of the project, and one of the most important matters on the table for the foundations of mathematics. Enter Gödel. In 1931, at the age of 25, Gödel published a paper with the first and second incompleteness theorems. For simplicity, I'll summarize them in a non-mathy, non-rigorous way. The first incompleteness theorem basically says that any system powerful enough to express basic arithmetic contains true statements that are not provable by that system. What is very cool about this proof is that it uses a self-referential statement like in Russell's Barber Paradox. Gödel shows that the statement this statement is not provable, cannot be proved. This is great because we know that statement is true. While interesting, 
This theorem wasn't necessarily the end of Hilbert's program, but then came the second incompleteness theorem, which proves that any system with the power of basic arithmetic and certain basic logical properties can not prove its own consistency. The second incompleteness theorem effectively destroyed Hilbert's consistency program and the idea of ever creating a provably consistent axiomatic foundation for mathematics. Hilbert and Gödel never corresponded, and Hilbert never acknowledged the importance of the incompleteness theorems, although Hilbert's co-workers in the consistency program recognized what Gödel had done and what its consequences were. That background, I think, gives us a nice segue to the pieces we're reading. Gödel understood the importance of the incompleteness theorems and was interested in using them to better understand the foundations of mathematics and mathematical objects. In the first essay, Some Basic Theorems on the Foundations of Mathematics and Their Implications, Gödel addresses a host of issues, but I'll just quickly flag two of them. First, Gödel wants to show that math is inexhaustible in that we can never know everything about math. He does this with two arguments. First, he tries to show that you can naturally keep adding axioms to mathematics. With each new axiom, you can prove more stuff. So, there is a natural inexhaustibility to math. Second, Gödel appeals to the incompleteness theorems and makes the point that, since no system can prove its own consistency, we can essentially never fully understand all of mathematics. Gödel then turns to a discussion of Platonism. Platonism, or realism in philosophy of mathematics, is the idea that mathematical objects are not merely socially constructed concepts, but instead represent actual, real objects which exist. This is a powerful and compelling idea, because if it is true, then no matter what hypothetical world you found, whether they had no democracy, no morality, no gravity, they would arguably still have and understand the same mathematics. This is a belief that's close to Gödel's heart, and which he is prepared to defend vigorously. We get to revisit Gödel's Platonism a bit in the second piece, titled the modern development of the foundation of mathematics in the light of philosophy. Here, Gödel wants to start by getting a handle on how problematic the second incompleteness theorem is for the foundations of mathematics. Gödel does not want the destruction of Hilbert's consistency program to be cause for nihilism. The conclusion should not be that, well, since we can't prove that math is consistent, this is always the time. Instead, Gödel wants to import a kind of phenomenology into mathematics. Essentially, he wants to use and develop mathematical intuition as a way for mathematicians to become comfortable with mathematics and the fringes of mathematics. There's a joke among math grad students. You never really understand it all, you just get used to it. This is kind of what Gödel wants to appeal to. For example, the concept of infinity, or a completed infinity, kind of crept into mathematics over time. Eventually, mathematicians got comfortable with its use once they developed a, perhaps, intuition for it. Not only is the idea, perhaps, true to the history and practice of math, it may also be telling of Gödel's Platonism. After all, a phenomenological approach, arguably, makes most sense if there's a real object or concept 
which you are ultimately trying to understand. In addition to discussing the readings, we'll talk about the uses and abuses of the Gödel theorems. As we'll show, there are plenty of people that try and completely misinterpret what these theorems say and abuse it for their own somewhat ridiculous ends. Does incompleteness tell us something about ethics or politics? Probably not. If it did, would it be anything new? Maybe. We'll also step away from Gödel's Platonist sympathies and reflect on where mathematical objects come from. Do they have some a priori element, or do we need the empirical world to discover the mathematical world? I hope you can join us as we unpack this brilliant thinker's insights and explore the foundations of mathematics. Mm -hmm.